welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast episode, where are we? Are we 29 and deep right now? We are 29 and deep right now. How are you guys doing on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday? I am doing wonderful. As I come on, I'm blessed and highly favored. So yeah, let's get it crack-a-lacking. If you are new to this podcast, my name is Crystal Marie, and I am the introverted hippie. I like to talk about celebrity news, gossip, just give you a little bit on my life and entertainment, what's going on. So let's get let's get it cracking. So I'm gonna start off with celebrity news. So Britney Spears alleges her father has been drugging her and forcing her to be on birth control. Cause you know Britney Spears been having that thing going on about with her father trying to take control of her estate and everything like that. So free Britney, um, most definitely free her. And I hope she does go ahead and get, you know, her conservatorship as she should. She's an amazing artist. She deserves to have her estate and her conservatorship to have full control. Mulatto, she did go ahead and state that on Twitter that I want to have a baby now, but I got more plaques to hang and red carpets to walk and wars to win. I feel you, sis. Like, I want to have a baby right now, too, but it's not the perfect situation right now. Once the perfect situation comes, baby, Chris is going to be busting it wide open for her man. I swear, baby's back to back. In my Drake voice, back to back. But yeah, um, most definitely, kudos to Mulatto. We love her on this podcast. And Bow Wow, he did go and post on Instagram that he had his little son and all his little pictures. Such a cute little baby. See, girl, I got baby fever. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's bad. It's it's bad to this point. Like, God need to just come and send me my husband. Oh, I know you guys have been seeing that Trick Daddy said Beyonce could not sing. And people were going in on Trick Daddy. They went to his restaurant and start writing all these bees reviews. Because you talking trash about the queen. Like, that's just something that you cannot do. But everybody stands for Queen B. Beyonce is a phenomenal artist. So, all hail Queen B. And Nick Cannon talks about dying and him like partying like a rock star. So, I'm going to go ahead and just play that clip for you guys near-death situations, yes. uh, life-threatening situations. I, it's honest. It's real. I feel like, yo, I'm running out of time when every time I think I'm doing good, then I got to go back to the hospital and it's Do like, I almost died this time, blood, the blood clotting. Don't fear it. I welcome it. I got to a space now where it's like, that's just, it's probably going to have, I'm probably going to die sooner than most people. And that, and because mm. my, I mean, that's what, that's what the doctor said. But I'm living life like, no, what did the like, doctor say? Might die in the morning, so let's, <laughs> So that basically explains seven kids Nick Cannon had because he is having another child. Um, he just welcomed twins, so Nick Cannon's sperm is it's, it's, it's shooting, it's fighting, it's fighting like he is. It's, it's counting, baby. Like, it's not no blockage with his sperm count. So, kudos to Nick. I hope, you know, things does go ahead and go well with his health. We want him here. We don't want him to go nowhere. So, God bless him. And also, Quavo, um, the gift, the Bentley that he bought, Sweetie, it is now on sale for $279,888. So, yeah, I guess he was not lying when he said that he did take the, the Bentley back. So, yeah, he did that. Um, also, Master P wants to be the New Orleans Pelicans coach. You already know Master P has done a lot in his life. He played basketball. He was a rapper. He's an entrepreneur. 
kudos to Master P. I feel like he should be able to do that. Like, I love seeing black wealth, man. And also, I don't know if you guys have heard that a Florida woman discovered she had millions in her account. And she went to the police like she was scared. Girl, what the fuck? Like, I literally would I literally would have just bought out my lease and just bought a fucking house and just been living good. Girl, ain't no, I would have took some of that money out and put it, you know what I'm saying, in the house. Nobody, they would never know. Like, how would they know? Like, they gave it to me. It was in my account. Like, I don't know what she got going on, but that money would have literally been hidden. Girl, but I guess she's trying to be a good Samaritan, which is understandable. So, kudos to her, but I don't think it could be me, baby. No, ma'am. Um, T-Pain states, um, Usher told him that when he did auto-tune, it did go ahead and mess up the industry. I don't know what Usher talking about because when T-Pain had bangers back to back to back. Like, T-Pain literally oversaturated the industry with, like, nothing but hits during the era. Like, Buy You a Drink, I'm in Love with a Scripper. Like, all those songs T-Pain had, I don't understand. Auto-Tune was not even bad. Like, back in the 70s and 80s, like, Roger and Zap, they had, like, they had Auto-Tune. So, I don't know what Usher talking about. T-Pain said he was depressed for two years for that. Like, T-Pain is a phenomenal artist. I don't think he needs to ever feel Auto-Tune fucked up his career. I understand Jay-Z made Death of the Auto-Tune, but look how many artists use Auto-Tune. Your favorite artist, Chris Brown, he used Auto-Tune. So, stop the madness, baby. Stop the madness. And also, college campuses are charging $1,500 per semester if you don't get the vaccine. I want to know why they don't, why they want us to get the vaccine so bad. Like, what's in it? Is it the Krabby Patty formula? Because, baby, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't know what the fuck y'all on, but I'm not getting it. I'm too scared. Like, even with these jobs now, they're saying if you don't have the vaccine, you can't come in the office. Like, I don't know where you do that, but we don't do that over here, sweetie. I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. But, yeah. Have you guys heard about the Lala and Carmelo Anthony issue? Child. Carmelo Anthony had another, well, two babies on Lala this time. Last time he had, a, like, a little girl on Lala. This time he had twins. Um, and basically the woman, she was a 38-year-old woman. Um, he wanted to take them to um, London for her to have give birth to the babies for them to be British citizens. So, yeah, but I feel like if you within 38 years old and you messing with a married man, you your intentions are very clear. Like what the like you own some I, I know you got a woman, but I'm trying to be your side. Like you know what this man got going on. You know he got a girl, you know he got a wife. Even if he told you he was separated, he's still with her publicly, so he not about to ruin it. So I would have just left that alone. I don't know, I'm too I'm tired of having all these bad situations. I would have just left that alone. But kudos to her with the twins. You know, they said the, the twins came out premature, but like two, I think two or two months early. But hope everything does go well with the babies. Um, and I hope Lala and Carmelo Anthony get together. They said allegedly that she is divorcing um, Carmelo Anthony. So we'll see. Um, also, have you guys seen the Megan the Stallion and the baby exchanges? I don't know why this is going on. Like, I like the baby and I like Megan the Stallion. And I just don't understand. I like, I understand y'all, like, you guys are part, like, probably like friends in real life. And you guys talk, like, on a daily. But I feel like most industry people, like, 
it's industry like everybody doing stuff for a check so it's not i feel like it's no hard feelings it's no beef it's just like y'all gotta get it together but we gonna go ahead and dive in into the megan the stallion and the baby little you know a little back and forth they had on twitter and let's get into it so it started when the baby retweeted on twitter saying I guess the baby and Tory Lane's cool now because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time. The baby retweeted that. And then the baby post on um, saying that that was cap. He didn't repost it. That ain't, you know what I'm saying? Then baby, I guess he responded because a fan, you know, screenshot it and was like, baby got enough problems his own, my nigga. I ain't got no reason to inherit the next motherfucker problems. Y'all chasing the story y'all ain't got gonna get. I'm out niggas business while still successfully doing business. You know what I'm saying? And then Megan Thee Stallion responded on Twitter stating, support me in private and publicly do something different. These industry men are very strange. This situation ain't no damn beef. I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes and retweets. Justice is slow and we all seem back to, back to my good day. The baby responded, you done let these folks get the best of you, thug. I ain't got no bad energy for you. You know, like I know, ain't no industry, nigga. Let them fool you into thinking what that you tripping. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Stay focused on. Stay focused, my G. So Meg responded. So what did Meg respond? Let me go back to Meg response. Meg said, Megan says, my stance hasn't changed at all. Yours has. We already spoke about this in private. And you you basically said that ain't even no even no good business move. Why would I promote that? But now this ain't your beef. That ain't, that ain't real. But you stay on your business. You stayed on your... Th- that ain't real. But you stay on your business, my G. Guys, child, the way they typing. Um, then next thing on the baby says, you ain't tweeting nothing. I ain't tell that nigga directly. I told him that same shit, LOL. Whatever, whoever cleared it, cleared it. So what? Shit still ain't enough for my business for mother to be thinking, thinking to me to feel it some type of way about my pretty chocolate ass. Get into that. Don't feed my people. Get into that. Don't feed my people. Then the, then the baby also said, I ain't even go back and forth with my own bitches on the net. Now I'm on this motherfucker going back and forth with another nigga woman about some shit another nigga accused me of. How the fuck that work? Y'all niggas hell. Happy June 17th though. We started this bitch off with a bang. Didn't it? Love you, Meg. And then he says, and then Pardon steps in. Pardon, you know, her man gotta come in. Party said, you a clown ass nigga doing that clown ass shit, then trying to backpedal. Nigga, that's what it is. You don't even gotta address her again. Damn. And he said, you niggas is corny. I love it. I love it when he said, you niggas is corny. Um, A lot of you women is corny. Any nigga that shoots a woman's pussy, any that stands with it, cajones it, affiliates with they self with it, stands beside that type of behavior is a bitch. Any woman that supports it for any reason is a fucking sad, bitter, or confused. Period. Like, I felt that. And then the baby said, you must don't know about me. You must don't know about me. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, y'all stop the madness, man. Stop the freaking madness, man. Why? We just can't be happy. Peace, love, and light, you know? But, you know, I'm glad her man stood up for her because I'm telling you, it's some crazy things. Talking about standing up for yourself. I cannot wait to tell you guys what happened in my personal life. It's about to get crazy. 
Um, so also June 19th is a hot, well, we try and make it a holiday. I see a lot of people are not trying a lot of states aren't trying to make it a holiday and kudos to Naomi Osaka. She withdraws from the Wimbledon, Wimbledon, I don't know how to say it, she, to focus on her personal life before the Olympics. So kudos to her focusing on her mental health. So that is the end of celebrity news. So yeah, guys, I have been gone for a while. Um, and let's talk about the shows I have been looking at. So I finally finished Your Honor. I finally finished it. I must say it was a really good show. I think you guys should check it out. Um, check it out on Fire Stick. It's, I think it's on it's on Showtime. Check it out. And I have been watching The Shy. Most definitely check it out also. And I have been still watching Dirty John. I just been watching the episodes over, you know, because there's really nothing else to do. Um, so yeah, that's only the shows I have been watching. So let's get into my personal life. Um, so yeah, guys, I officially moved and I most definitely can say I'm happy, but I know that even moving, it doesn't eliminate any of your problems. It's still going to be there. So I'm still working on myself as a young, beautiful black woman, but my process of moving was so fucking bad. Like I just like. I, I, guys, once I tell you this story, you're gonna be, you wouldn't believe it. So, literally, I was supposed to get all my things moved on the 21st um, of Monday. But the person, see, I was trying to support a black business. I told you on the last podcast my issues I had with the black businesses, and y'all might cancel me for this. Um, but I don't think I'm ever going to support black businesses no more. Like I, cause I got some businesses I'm working on too. And I hate that because I'm going to be a black business owner too. But it's just after that, I feel like I just can't support my people now. It's just, it's just a big no for me. Like I can't support my people because it was just like us, a whole situation where I was supposed to get moved out on Monday, but he called me like on like three days prior was like, Hey, um, I was calling to see if we could reschedule because I have another move in Atlanta and I want to go knock it out. I knew he was wanting to do an Atlanta move because he wanted to make more money. So I was like, I was fine with, it. you know what I'm saying? I'm real chill. I'm real relaxed. I'm like, fine. So he was like, yeah, he could do the move to Atlanta. So he's like, I was like, well, he was like, so, you know, um, I was like, well, can you just move me on Sunday? He was like, cool. Yeah, we could do it. And then, like, I had even called him back that same day. I was just like, I just want to make sure that, you know, the price and everything remains the same for you moving me, you know, or whatever. Because at the time, I didn't have anybody else, you know, move me or whatever. But I don't think I'm going to ever hire movers again in my life after what just happened, guys. Um, So the day comes for him to move me on Sunday. He scheduled for him to come move me at 9 a.m. So... I get up early, um, and I'm waiting on him to come, 9 a.m. It's almost 9 a.m. It's like 8.58. Nobody is showing up. So I literally had to call this man three times. And when he finally picked up, he was just like, um, he was like, oh, the moving service. I was like, hi, my name is, you know, Crystal. And I was just calling to see if you guys are still coming to move me. His response was, oh, it's raining. It's 100% rain today. And I'm like fuck that I do with me like you already scheduled to move me so I'm like what is going on he was like oh we backed up he was like well I'm gonna call you back in the back of my mind I was because I'm really trying to stop going off of my um emotions I really respond on emotions but I had to call my mom I called my mom because I was really fucking tight because I was like, you know, this nigga's supposed to come at 9 a.m. And I'm trying to support black businesses. So, you know, what I'm saying he's supposed to be at 9 a.m. And I'm like, he not here. He not punctual. I was like, the white man will fucking never. So I'm just like, OK, 
he didn't then then he found like I called my mom. My mom told me to calm down because I remember like I ain't girl. I was like I was gonna say fuck it, and I was like all right, I'll just figure something else out. This literally was a last minute move, but he already had me scheduled, so I was like all right, cool beans. Like, it's not gonna have no issues. Child, he calls me back. And in the midst of that, like he said, he was coming, he could be around at 1030. So I basically told him, I was like, well, can the price be dropped? Because you are basically inconveniencing me. Um, you were supposed to be here at nine. Now you say you're supposed to be here at 1030. He was like, ma'am, this doesn't affect none of my businesses and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, he getting loud. And I'm like, okay. And then he was like, where you located at? Girl, I was so tight. I just said my location. Okay, out. So then... So then, um, you know, he gets there, he gets to my house around 948. I wish I was calling my brother back to back to back because I was trying to see like if he could have come up to here. But mind you, it was Father's Day. Could he come up here because I'm basically going to be by myself. And, you know, usually I don't have no issues, but I don't know what happened that day. So literally, um, literally, so I'm not like he literally gets here at 948. And, you know, he was like 1327. I was like, yeah, because um, I was outside. He gets there and I'm like, I'm like, so I'm sitting in the house and he was like, oh, I'm going to just move the boxes. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay. And I'm on the phone with my mama. Mind you, I'm already fucking mad because he's not punctual. And, you know what I'm saying? Didn't even get a good morning. So then he's just like, he was like, oh, I just want to know you. The way you package your own, however you package your stuff, you're responsible for that. I was like, okay. And then he gonna stop me was like, is there a problem? I'm like, you already setting the tone for me to act up. I said, sir, to be to be transparent with you, it is a problem. I said, you were not punctual. I said, you know, you're not even trying to drop the price because you wasn't on time. And he was like, ma'am, ma'am, um, trying to over talk me. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am, I just wanna um show you something real quick your price for you to move was four thousand dollars but i'm only charging you eleven hundred i'm like sir ain't like you fucking moving me to fucking alabama you only moving me an hour and 30 minutes away from where the fuck i stay nigga what the fuck is you talking about so i was like i'm gonna let this nigga carry on but like literally i was like all right i was like sir it's not i was like bro like other companies like it's y'all about the same fucking price but i will never deal with movers no more after this this situation is crazy i don't even get out of character but I had to get a character for this man. So, literally, you know, he goes to move my stuff. I was like, sir, I literally want to be out of here before 4 o'clock because I want to still enjoy my Father's Day, too. And he was like, yeah, I got you. We get you out of here about 30 minutes. So, I was like, cool. I was like, well, you ain't got a rush in that like that. You here now? He was like, I was like, you by yourself? He was like, nah, they on route. So, I said, cool. So, I'm like, I said, cool. So, next thing, you know, you know, they come and move my stuff. Um, the other, the first mover introduced themselves to me. The second mover doesn't say shit to me. So, I, I took that for what it was. Like, um, he, he spoke. So, I was just like, okay. I'm like, this was all, already going to be a bad situation. I just felt the energy. I should have just followed my first instinct and my first, my, I, I usually, I usually need to act on emotion. And sometimes I need to trust that. Because when I do that, it always kind of, it goes left, but it works out. It always works out. But I called my mom. My mom was calming me down. But if I would have called my brother, I wouldn't have been calm. I would have just said, fuck the whole shit. So they moved my stuff and everything like that. And then he moving so fast to the point that he locked his own keys in his truck. And the boys had to go and get a boulder for him to go ahead and get the keys out for him to go ahead and get the keys out for him to start the engine. So he was like, well, you can go ahead and go ahead and we'll we'll meet you there. 
So I said, cool. So I get to my new apartment, whatever like that. And I go and pack all my things in, like stuff I had in my car. So whatever I had in my car, I was just packing it in. And I finally got a call from him. He was like, I'm outside. And he was just like, um, he said, I'm on the left side. I was like, okay. I said, it's two sides to my apartment. And he was just like, um, he said, it's two sides of my apartment. I was like, it's two sides of my apartment. And he was like, I'm on the right side, ma'am. He was like, you know what the leasing officer said? I said, yeah. And he was like, man, I'm right there. I was like, nigga, obviously it's two sides. One thing you go in, one you can go out. I think he thought it was all the way around. But, but nigga, what the fuck? I said, well, I'm coming and get you. So I went and drove my car and get him. And he finally turned around and he came in the way I was showing him. And I parked my car. So, um, you know, they start unloading my things or whatever like that. And everything was going good, you know. You know, we, we everything was going really great. So the next, you know, he calls me and he's like, um... He's like, oh, I'm going to need a payment, ma'am. And I'm like, I ain't thinking nothing of it. I was like, okay. And then I thought about it. I was like, every single time I got moved, I paid the movers, like, after. Like, I always paid the movers, like, after. Like, after everything was delivered and put together in my house, I literally paid them after. So, I'm like, I called him back. And, you know, it wasn't on no ill malice or any type of attention. It was like, I just called him. was like, um... I just want, I said, I want to pay you when everything is in the house. Like, I just want to make sure that everything is not, you know, nothing is broken. Everything is in the house. Because he literally was already putting my things in the house. And then he asked for payment. So, then he just catches the attitude and was like, ma'am, I don't know what games you're playing. And all this other shit. And I'm like, what is going on? And he said, I don't know what games you're playing, man, but I need a payment. And I'm like, what is wrong with this man? So he kept on repeatedly calling me, calling me like, I need to pay him. I need to pay him. And just being like, just being real aggressive and rude. And he was just like, I'm, I'm thinking myself like, damn, like, I, like, bro, like I said, I was going to pay you. I'm like, for him to just start spazzing like that with me. I didn't mention to you guys in the, um, when we were in my old apartment, he was basically saying like, I could have spazzed. He said he could have spazzed. And I'm like, baby, why would you do that? He was on some, um, I was thinking, I said, bro, we, you, I said, you want to go, you want to spaz on me? He tells me, I ain't going to do that. And I'm like, that was the most unprofessional shit ever. And so I'm just like, he spazzing. So he stopped. Like, so I went and I just, I just paid this man. I literally just paid him and I ran outside because he literally stopped moving my shit. I literally, I ain't never turned up on nobody like this in my whole entire life. I literally went up there and was like, get my motherfucking shit off that motherfucking truck. Because I was just like, get my shit off that fucking truck, nigga. I said, I done paid you. He go talk about some, I done receive. I said, what the fuck I have to lie for? You can check my phone. He go talk about some, I ain't receive it yet. Then he go talk about, oh, oh. Then he start paying. I'm like, this motherfucker must be on that goddamn powder. And I'm like, okay. And then he went back and told some, go ahead, told some, go ahead and move the stuff to the other boys. So he already set the tone for me to be nasty, nasty, nasty. Because then he started yelling at me. And I start, I told that nigga, I said, look, I said, watch your motherfucking tone with me, nigga. Watch your motherfucking tone. And he saw some, ma'am, I ain't even cussing at you. I said, nigga, you watch your fucking tone when you talking to me. I'm not fucking one of them. I'm not one. Don't watch your fucking tone when you talking to me. So I'm just like, that was already, he already had me. So I called my friend, one of my friends was literally calling me in the process of me moving. Mind you, baby, where I live at is a, is a luxury apartment. So obviously, I'm just gonna say, you guys. Obviously, if you move my shit, you know I got money. So I'm like, like literally, 
Like, I got my best friend. My best friend on the phone, like, him talking to me, he was like, Crystal. He looked at me. I'm cussing like a motherfucker. He was like, what's wrong? I was like, he said, I ain't never seen you act like this before. I said, this nigga got me fucked up. He think I ain't was going to pay him. And I'm like, I'm just want him to move my shit. I said, I'll never do business with black people again. If they got to go through all this. Like, literally going through all that just to have my stuff move. Like, the shit gets worse. So, I'm just like, I'm like, okay. So, he getting in my house and shit like that. He he talked to the boy, asked the boy, where I want my stuff move. I said, um, I said, just put it, whatever. I said, the sooner the better, you know, this could be over with. Like, the nigga, then I'm like, I'm already, I'm already being nasty with the nigga because he already got me fucked up. So, I'm like, mind you, I'm by myself and there's three niggas. This shit look crazy already. And I'm like, literally, he moved my shit. He goes out to tell that boy, ask me why I want my, I said, he can come and ask me. And I said, I said, I want it over there. Yeah, I'm being real nasty because obviously you got me fucked up because the way you talked to me, you didn't even apologize to me. And then, I'm like... And then, then I was like, I asked him, I was like, so where's the glass in my glass tables? And he was like, um, I don't know. And I was like, well, you better find him. He told him, ma'am, I don't like the way you handling me. I said, I don't give a fuck what you don't like. The fuck you talking to me for? Like, he talking to him, oh, ma'am, ma'am, then we start arguing. So I'm just like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm already fucked up. I got my mama on the phone because I'm just like, I'm scared. This nigga going to do something to me. I'm by myself. I'm a woman. Mind you, you know, we, you always got to keep it some protection. But, bro, I don't want to pop a nigga. Like, I don't want to kill this nigga because he trying me right now. So I'm just like, literally, he's talking to me crazy in my, my new apartment. And I told him, I straight up, I said, sir, I said, 1100 ain't shit. My rent more than that. I said, not 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 the flex, but I'm just saying 1100 ain't shit. My rent more than that. But you acting like, are you huffing and puffing over 1100 Obviously, you ain't never seen no money before. And I'm just like, nigga, I said, the white man will fucking never. So he getting mad. We arguing. My mom on the phone. My brother here in the whole conversation. My brother like, oh, hell no. I said, my brother said, what this nigga, what's this nigga name? This nigga yelling on the phone and shit like that. My brother said, all right, all right. My brother said, all right, we're going to meet that nigga. So, you know, I got... I got some hood niggas, his brothers. My brother was like, all right. He told that nigga, what the fuck? Is this nigga getting mad? Talk some, oh, you done got your man to come threaten me? He don't know that's my brother. Like, my brother, like, that, my, we don't take that very lightly. Like, you threatening me? And, like, he told some, I was like, better yet, I literally was about to, well, I didn't even go lie to you guys. I felt so threatened for my life. I had my girl, you know, you got to keep some protection on you. But I was like, you know what? Instead of me doing that, I'm going to call the police. Before I even have to take that route and feel so threatened that I have to do something that I regret, I'm going to call the police. So I literally called the police. I stayed in the house and then finally the police pulled up and he ran to the police like a fucking bitch. Um, after like, he literally like he got all my stuff in the house and then I called the police on him because I feel I was feeling real threatened for my life. I called the police. He ran into the police like a like a little fucking bitch trying to make it seem like I was the problem. Like, nigga, I paid you. And like the police, and like I literally went to the police, and I like he was talking crap. I was like, sir, I don't even know you. He told him, you is going on me. I'm like, you gotta do all that in front of the police. Like, sir, why are you doing all that? Like, obviously I wasn't the problem. And literally, he literally started like, oh, um, she ain't want to pay, nigga. It's never that. Like, like I told you, eleven hundred ain't shit to a boss. It's just the principle you not giving me good customer service. You feel me? So I'm just like. What the fuck is going on at this point? So I called the police or whatever like that. Like, this is my first time ever calling the police on nobody. Mind you, I live in a whole new state. Like, all I wanted you to do was move me. 
ain't never had this happen in my life. And I, for, for me to have to call the police on a nigga that I ain't even fucking. You ain't even my nigga. And I'm, I'm fucking arguing with you. You're not my mans. And I'm, I'm, and I'm arguing with you like you my fucking mans. Like, and that shit crazy. Like, I was talking hella reckless. Talking to him like he, like, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't do all that. I don't talk all that. So I had to call the police on this nigga. I said, before I do something, I regret. Like, this nigga really in my house saying, shoot me, shoot me. Like, bro. I ain't even trying to do all that. Like, bro, like, I think he was on that fucking powder. So, literally, I just called the police. He tried to make it seem like I was the problem. And I'm just like, the police, I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Before the situation escalated, I just want to have that shit on record. And he tried to make it seem like I wasn't trying to pay him. Obviously, I was going to pay you 1100 ain't shit to a boss. You see where I live at. My rent is more than 1100 Why the fuck I would be mad by paying you $1,100 to move me? That ain't shit to me. Like, I understand that's a lot of money. Maybe it'd be a lot of money to somebody. I hope I know we in a whole panoramic. But it's like, nigga, obviously, 11, you ain't never seen no real money in your life because you huffing and puffing over 1100 All I ask you to do is move my shit. Now, I'll just ask. I just wanted to make sure all my stuff was in the house correctly. And normally, after everything is in the house correctly, I could have paid you. You the type of nigga that if some shit break during the moving process, you can't, you're not responsible for it because you already got paid. You feel me? So I'm just like, damn. But that shit escalated so bad for me to have to call the police on him. So you know what I did. I went and wrote a review. But you know what I'm saying? For me, to like, I put so much negative energy into that review. I told myself I had to let that shit go. I ain't gonna lie. I deleted, I deleted the review. I said, for me to let all that shit go, I'm gonna delete it. He, he came back, wrote a rebuttal on the review saying that, oh, he called the police. Like, I, he, he politely called me, called the police. Next time some shit like this happened to me, I'm recording everything. He talks like he gonna sue me and shit like that for defamation of character. Like, nigga, it happened. And I'm like, shit, I went to the Better Business Bureau and wrote a review. You can't delete that shit. So I, I delete the Google review, but you can't delete the Better Business review. So it's just like, bro, at the end of the day, I'm going to let you have your little Google reviews and keep all that together because it is what it is at this point. And I felt so threatened for my life. I had to call the police on you and I had to dispute the charge because I felt like, fuck, nigga, I ain't going to let you keep none of my fucking money. Like, why would I even let you keep my money? You treat me like that. Like, no, ma'am, I'm not going to let you keep my money. And then at the end of it, it's just like, I ain't getting no apology. And I just feel like, bro, it's so hard to support black businesses. It's just black people make it hard for me. So you're not punctual. You having bad customer service and you getting angry and you arguing with a female. You a whole bitch if you arguing with a woman. Why would you do that? Like, you see the type of neighborhood I live in. I live in a fucking good-ass neighborhood. It's a luxury apartment. You know you know the police gonna come out here fast. Why would I not fucking pay you? Like, that shit ruined my whole moving process. But my mama said, don't even let that shit rock. Girl, good things have been happening to me. I literally just got a brand new job. And girl is on salary now. So it's just like... Like, bro, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a living. I'm out here living, and I understand he out here living too. But baby, it's just how you treat people. It's literally just how you treat people. You go a long way with good customer service. You feel me? And I'm just like that shit really rubbed me the wrong way. So I don't think I'm gonna be supporting black businesses for a little while now. And I got some other stuff I'm about to be making happen. I'll probably tell you guys, you know, in a few podcasts soon. I got a lot of good stuff happening since my move, but trying to get my mental health back um right because after that situation it, it took me back i was already that sunday i literally woke up depressed and then because i you know what i'm saying i'm still like i ain't gonna lie to you i'm still sad over the boy i talked to that literally had the girlfriend i don't know if you ever listen to this podcast but that shit still fuck with me like i literally still got like a little bit of feelings for him and i'm like 
it still be fucking with me sometimes. And I'm like, damn, like, this shit sucks, bro. But like I said, I'm taking a break from dating, trying to just focus on my career. I got a lot of good shit happening. Can't wait to inform you guys on a lot of good shit coming my way and a lot of good shit coming to this podcast. So, and I love you guys. You guys are the introverted hippie. That's why I have been going for a minute because I was trying to get myself together for you guys and come back with good content. But that's all that's been going on with my personal life. And I'm blessed to Holly Fair to be moved. And yeah. Um, also, let's talk about new music. So I know you, let's talk about new music. I know her came out with a new album. And also, I know you guys have seen the freshman class cover. It's 42 Doug, Flo Millie, um, Pusheisty, Corey LaRae, Tootsie Blast, Ruby Rose, DGG, and plenty more on the freshman cover. So that's cool. Ruby Rose so freaking fine to me, bro. I'm well, she's so freaking fine. That's all I gotta say. She's just fine as hell. Um, but yeah, pretty much that's really it. And the question of the day, guys, is how much do you support black businesses? Like, because at this this time frame, after that happened to me, I don't think I'm gonna support them for a while because I know I'm gonna be a black business owner in a couple months, in a couple years, and it's like. For me to feel so threatened for my life by a black man, like he didn't call me out my name. I respect he didn't call me out my name, even though I was cussing him the fuck out. It's just the principle of, it's just respecting me, respecting black women. And it's like, in that space, there's two other men he had with him watching him disrespect me. And I just, I just don't understand it. Like, I'll never understand as black men, like, a black man disrespecting me that way. I ain't never been disrespected like that in a long time. And I really felt like I stood my ground. I wasn't having none of that shit. I always say when it come to me, I don't tolerate none of that shit. Like I said, women, I'm going to keep saying this on my podcast because it's, it needs to be heard. Please get you some protection. I don't give a fuck what it is because people are fucking crazy. Like, mind you, this situation could have escalated so bad if I did not have something on me. That's why I said I chose to call the police. Please get you a license to carry. Because God forbid, if this situation would have went left, I would have had to pop a nigga. So, please get your license to carry. Please. Because people are real crazy out here. You got to protect yourself at all costs. Like like I tell my like I tell my friends, it's either going to be you or them. You got to choose you all the time. Because you never know. But it's like, right now, this mindset, I, I don't want to support no black businesses. Like, I think I'm going to try to... Like, just do some shit on myself. Like, I'm trying to learn how to do a little bit of, you know, self-care on myself. And I got a little good stuff coming to work. So, I'm going to talk about you guys with in, in, a, in a couple months. Um, But that is the end of this podcast. Um, If you are new to this podcast, what we like to do at the end of each podcast, we like release negative and toxic energies. So, the two songs I'm going to be playing today is going to be Her on my own off her new album. And I'm going to be playing... Um, Young Dolph and Key Glock, A Goat and a Dolphin. So, let's play those two songs to release those negative and toxic energies too. Thank you guys for releasing those negative toxic energies. Again, that was her on my own. And that was also Young Dolph and Key Glock, A Goat and a Dolphin, guys. I don't know why Young Dolph and Key Glock just make me feel like I'm such an expensive rich bitch. He just really do. I feel like every single time I listen to Key Glock, like, I need a nigga with some money. Don't talk to me if you ain't trying to talk about no money and trying to help me elevate. Like, bro, no. No, 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 no. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm so off topic. We're going to end this pod. But literally, I'm just going to say this one time. You really need a partner that's on the same page with you for y'all can elevate. That's all you need. 
That's all you need. But I'm going to end the podcast right there. I'll see you guys again next Thursday. Um, So, yeah, peace, love, and light.